Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stoned or Stupid this morning. So come on, grab your coffee, grab your book, grab some snacks, listen up. So this one comes from GatorRocks.iHeart.com. That's Gator 98.7 FM. And they released this 420 article like a while back, I'm assuming. But still, it's what came up when I went onto the Google. And apparently this is a list of the best munchie snacks of all time as rated by survey so we'll go with number one it says munchies snack mix you know i was actually never really a big fan of the munchie snack mix high or sober like either one i just wasn't a fan ben and jerry's half-baked ice cream at number two that that could be something that i could get down on chocolate chip cookies uh i'm, I'm a fan of like crunchy chocolate chip cookies not like super soft, but like hard enough that when you dip them in milk, they just become like delicious because they kind of soak up the milk. That's that's how I like my chocolate chip cookies. Funyuns. Funyuns are good, but they're not my favorite. They're probably in the top 10, though. Combos. No, not a fan. Cheetos. Only the flaming Hot. Like the hot fries are good, too, but those need like nacho cheese or something to dip them in. Doritos, Cool Ranch Doritos, or the spicy, the purple bag that I still can't remember the name of, and I just googled it earlier too. Like, man, you think I would know that by now. And number eight, pizza rolls. Okay, that should be like number two. Uh, I feel like pizza rolls are kind of a go-to. Pizza rolls or McDonald's chicken nuggets, ever since they've come out with the McNugget meals. Good lord, can I dip down on some nuggets, because they're super cheap too now. Gummy worms, eh, maybe, like sour gummy worms I could mess with. Top ramen, hell yeah, top ramen should be like number five, because that's kind of in the middle of being like food and a snack. A couple of other honorable mentions would include Lunchables, hell yeah, I could eat like two or three of those. Cookie dough, yes. Twinkies, you know, yeah. I guess for some people, I'm just not a fan of, like, snack foods that I consider more foods than snacks. Oreos, hell yeah, that should be higher up on the list. Goldfish and Pop-Tarts. You best believe it. Alright, well, that's the munchie list. If there's anything that, like, you guys think is a better one, just go ahead and leave a voice message, and I can leave it at the beginning or the end of next podcast. We'll pick that another time, I guess. Figure that one out. Alright, so now we're in top 10 games to play when you're high or stoned. And I don't know, when was this written? 2018. So there's a lot of video games that have come out since then that I feel like would be way, way, way better. Alright, top 15 best video games to play when you're stoned from Ranker.com. Okay. Number one is the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. You know what? I I could actually, like, agree with that. It says load up your texture mods is the first thing. Yeah, if you don't have texture mods on Skyrim, what are you even doing? <laughs> like, damn. Over 300 hours of gameplay, Skyrim makes it pretty easy to find some side quest or side quest or task to suit your buzz. You know, I have played Skyrim for over, like, 500 hours worth of time on Steam, and I'm still not disappointed in myself yet. 
I feel like I should be, though, at that point. Because that just means I played way too much of that game. Minecraft is number two. Hmm. You know, I could kind of see that. I could see Minecraft being in the top ten. Maybe not number two, but definitely in the top ten. It is a fun game to play. Especially when you're high as hell. Mario Kart. Mario Kart should be number two. I'm sorry. Two or number one. Because I'm not even sure if Skyrim should be number one. Mario Kart. That that is a good one to put up in the top ten. Portal 2. Portal 2, again, top ten worthy, but maybe not like the number one. Not sure how I feel about that one. South Park, The Stick of Truth. Yeah, that should be up there. I've, I've played that high a few times. Journey. Journey is a really fun one to play, too. Hmm. Zelda. Any ga- any Zelda game, let's be real, is literally number seven. Alright, I mean, you're right. I've, I've sank a lot of time into the original Legend of Zelda. Like, I remember sitting there with a map hunting down the bombs, going dungeon by dungeon, doing everything by the book just to try to get it right and, like, beat the first game. It was so fucking hard, I'll tell you. At the age of, like, 10, I think I got about halfway through and rage quit, and then when I got older, I got super stoned one night. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna live stream it. So I streamed it on, like, my first Twitch channel ever that I don't even remember the name of. Like, I literally can't remember the name of it. Holy crap. But anyways, it was so long ago, and it was such a good game. It was really time-consuming and took a long time to actually beat, but when I did, I was really proud of myself. The Stanley Parable. I've actually never, ever uh, played that one, so I might have to check it out. Diablo 3, yes. Oh my god, yes. Even says, playing local co-op mode for a low-effort, high-fun hang session. Hell yeah. Monument Valley. That's the puzzle one. I mean, alright. Not really a tablet game fan, but hey, to each their own. Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock. Hell yeah, that has like the well, the best soundtrack. The most epic like boss battles and shit, like Tom Morello and all that. That That is legit. World of Warcraft. Okay, let me say it right here, right now. Never again will I play World of Warcraft while under the influence of weed. Because I have lost days of my life to this fucking game. Just because of being stoned and sitting there and playing fucking World of Warcraft. From like 10 o'clock at night one night, all the way up until like 12.30 in the afternoon the next day, my buddy and I played it once. I was on a PC and he was on his laptop and I was like, yo... Let's get down on this World of Warcraft shit. And we fucking did. We got down for a solid, like, almost 12 and a half. No, that would have been, like, 14, 13 hours. 13 hours, man. And that's not even being stoned. Like, when we got older, when we were, like, 14, 15, I remember we went back to it. And we spent literally an entire weekend playing World of Warcraft. I was on a gaming laptop. He was on his desktop PC. And we were just into it. Like, there was no chance. There was no getting us out. There was no, like, absolution from the thing that we brought into ourselves. Like, we were stuck. We couldn't even get out of there. Dark Souls 3. You know, yeah. Dark Souls 3 is fun to play, but when you're stoned, 
you, you just, it, it just makes it feel like not, it's not a good time for me. I've played it a couple times, Stone, but like, I couldn't, I could never get good at that game, like playing it under the influence because I would just die so much and I would just quit and switch back to Call of Duty. Pokemon Go. No, dude. This is a lit game to play high. I will say where I was living before, we had one whole strip of road that was like nothing but like rich kid shops. And by rich kid shops, I mean they had like the Apple Store, the Tommy Bahama, like Lululemon, Geography, all those like super expensive shops down this whole row of street. And I used to pass it every single night when I got off work because the restaurant that I worked at, another restaurant story for you guys, was at the end of the road where all of these shops were. So all I had to do was cross one street, pull my phone out of my pocket, have my music playing in the background, and I could walk home and play Pokemon Go all night. Sometimes I'd even turn around, walk back up, and take the long way back down like the, this one side road home just so I could hit all the Pokestops like a second time. Or if I was on my bike or my like electric moped, forget about it. Like I would cruise up and down there for a solid hour, hit Circle K, get a soda and get my ass home. Like there was never any, there was never any like dilemma playing Pokemon Go. I've played it so much. Like, especially when you can have an excuse to like walk around in public when you are stoned at the park or something like me and an old girlfriend of mine used to do. And we would literally pretend to be stoned. I mean, not pretend to be stoned, but pretend to be playing like the game hardcore while being stoned so we could just enjoy the walk together. Because there was nothing better than being able to avoid the gaze of others by just staring straight, excuse me, hiccups, than by just staring straight down at your phone. There was nothing better. There's no better way to like break the gaze of the people. Hell yeah, upvote that. You know what? Now that we're on the topic of video games, I'm going to go ahead and read another article from Ranker.com. Same website. Underneath their... It's called Button Mash. I guess that's their video game categories. So this one is apparently the scariest video games of all time. So this should be interesting because I love me some horror games. And for some reason, they're so much fun to play when you're completely toasted. So number one is Silent Hill from 1999. Okay. I mean, probably not the scariest game I've ever played, but it definitely is up there on the list. Number two is Silent Hill 2. Okay, whoever did this was definitely a Silent Hill fan, because I don't feel like the second one was as scary as the first one. Resident Evil, duh. Outlast. Oh my god. That game. I played that game stoned once because my roommate was like, yo, I just got a new game. Let's give it a shot. And he puts it on, and I'm sitting there going like, oh man, this can't be too bad, it'd probably be pretty easy. No. No, I had to stop, I I couldn't do it, I was freaking the hell out. Alright. Number five, Dead Space. You know? You know, I, I tried to forget, I tried to escape the trauma that was Dead Space, because I had a buddy who would literally force us to sit down and either play Dead Space with him, or he would literally just sit there and play Dead Space and be like, yeah, well, fuck you guys. And he'd just be like, I'd be like, yo, 
can we play another game? Like, can we play some zombies or something? And he's like, nah, nah, we're playing some Dead Space. So, you know what? That's basically what we were forced to do. For, like, a solid two or three months, he was obsessed with this game. Resident Evil 2, okay? Good game. I like the remastered one that they just made. Silent Hill 3 is number 7. Okay, all this game, all this whole list is Resident Evil and Silent Hill. And Dead Space. They're not that good, are they? I mean, they're pretty scary, but I don't think they're the most scary. Resident Evil 3, Dead Space 2, Silent Hill 4, The Room. That one was creepy. Alien Isolation. Oh, here we go. Amnesia, The Dark Descent. Do y'all even know? Do y'all even know the trauma that this game caused me back in the day? Can you even imagine being like 10, 11 years old? And not even a random person introduces me to this game. Like, not even a random fucking person. You know who introduces me to this game? My dad. Because I told my dad I wanted to play something that was scary. And this was one of those first games from way back when. You know, let's let's pull this up real quick. What, what when, when did Amnesia come out? When, when did Amnesia come out? Let's look that up. Hit it up on Google. September 8th, 2010. Which, if I'm 24 now, in 2020, 10 years ago, I would have been 14. And this was one of the most, one of, this was one of the horror games of the time. Like, this thing, like, when this game came out, I remember seeing people play it. I remember seeing, I think, PewDiePie play it, and that's what made me want to just be like, yo... I gotta play me some amnesia. I gotta go get me a Stefano of my own. You know what I'm saying, Dad? Like, and I remember him and my mom being hesitant about it at first, but eventually I played it. And I immediately was like, that being one of like the first like true horror horror games that I played besides like Silent Hill and stuff. Cause I was like too young to really get like scared by those, I guess. Like, yeah, it scared me, but it was a different kind of fear. Like, I was kind of desensitized to Silent Hill after a while, because there's only so many scares. But Amnesia, man, that game, that game fucking rocked me. The Evil Within, yes. Great, great scary horror game. I feel like we're just going down Markiplier's video list. Fatal Frame, Resident Evil 4, both good games. Fatal Frame 2, Crimson Butterfly, hell Yes. RE7 Biohazard, I mean, it is scary, but it's a different kind of scary. RE7 Biohazard is more the fact that, like, you can't fight back. You're screwed. Like, there's all these creepy crazies running around, and there's not really anything you can do about it. Oh, Fear. Fear is a fantastic game. Until Dawn, yes. Silent Hill, yes. Doom 3, specifically Doom 3, because Doom 3 is the one that was like a horror game. That's also another old game that my dad had. Because he had like StarCraft, WarCraft, and then he had the original Doom on floppy disk. And he had the Doom 3 set that was like, I think, two or three discs. And you literally had to play through a whole disc, pause your game, like wait for your game to get to that point, eject the current disc, and throw in the next disc to continue the game like that's how big the game used to be back at that time and like oh my god this game had so many good scares it scared the shit out of me like a lot like i'm not even gonna try to front like it scared the fuck out of me like 
Condemned Criminal Origins, another good game. The Last of Us, yes. No, we're not going to talk about The Last of Us 2. Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Fear 2, Project Origin, Resident Evil 0, cool. Outlast, Whistleblower, yep. Bioshock, my god, Bioshock was not, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't really think of Bioshock as a horror game, because it never really scared me, but, I mean, it was just a good game, like, I remember playing it, and, like, the whole steampunk genre thing became a thing, and you know what, if you guys want to check out the rest of this list, it is on ranker.com under the button mash category, and it's just the scariest video games of all time, there's more, there's a lot more, like Doom, Manhunt, Five Nights at Freddy's, System Shock 2, Alone in the Dark, Outlast 2, Resident Evil 2 Remastered, Soma, so many games, so many games. So if you guys want a good list of spooky movies to check out and try to play some while you're completely gone, check this list out because it just might be fun. But warning, if you do play games while stoned off your ass, like these games specifically, be ready. For like true fear at some points in these games like i am not joking this could be dangerous but anyways guys thank you very much for listening and i hope you have a wonderful day thank you so very much